And now, boys and girls, it's time for the further adventures of Big John and Sparky. Today's chapter is entitled, Yuki Hits the Jackpot. Along with Mayor Plumfront and Sparky, I was spending a week at Yuki Butch's farm, located just on the outskirts of our hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. Yuki's a very interesting person. <laughs> He's an inventor, among other things, and he has his barn equipped as an inventing laboratory. As today's episode begins, Sparky and I are with Yuki in his inventing laboratory, and Yuki is explaining some of his latest inventions. Come listen. that these two propellers in the front of your taxi cab are fog chasers? What do you mean? How does this invention work? Well, uh, in the first place, uh, these here propellers are not propellers. They are not on the front of my taxi cab to make it fly over the fog. They are fans. And uh, whenever there's a fog, I simply turn on the fans. They blow the fog away from front of the taxi cab. Oh, they... <laughs> hey, uh... Now, wait a minute, Yuki. That won't work. In the first place, if you're driving at any rate of speed at all, the fans won't even blow the fog away from the front of the cab. And even if they did, they wouldn't blow enough away to make you be able to see very far. Well, now, uh, Big John, I beg to differ with you. In the first place, uh, when there's a fog, I don't drive very fast. And in the second place, I don't care if these here fans don't blow away very much fog. Because who wants to see very far in the fog anyway? All you can see is fog, and fog isn't very interesting stuff to look at. <laughs> yeah, I have to agree with you on that. Yeah, somebody come back. Hey, Yuki. Yuki, you in there? Oh, yeah, there you are, Yuki. Say, you better come in the house right away. It seems like there's a very important telephone call for you. An yeah, important telephone call? Hey, is it from uh, on a racetrack up in Indianapolis? I don't know. All I know is that whoever it is, they said they wanted to talk to Yuki Butcher, and if you talk to him, it might be worth a lot of money to you. Oh, a lot of money. Well, what are we waiting for? Come on, let's go out of the house and see if we can find out what that telephone call is all about. Oh, who are you taking in, Jeffrey? Well, I haven't got the slightest idea, lad. I don't know anybody who gives away any money. <laughs> the mayor said whoever was on the telephone said if I talk to them, it would be worth a lot of money to me. Well, doesn't the person on the telephone tell you who they are? Nope. All I know is he said they wanted to talk to Yuki. Well, we'll find out who it is as soon as Yuki talks on the phone to him. Here, I'll open the door. Now, go on in, Sparky. After you, Mayor. You too. Yeah, thanks, Buster. Now, I'll just have to get over there on the telephone and see what I can find out. Well, for goodness sakes, Mayor, hey, somebody hung up the telephone. I did. I hung it up. Well, that was a half-wit thing to do. How do you expect me to talk on the telephone you hang up the receiver? Yuki, I was trying to tell you. I hung up the telephone... Well, you might not be aware of it, Mayor, but you can't talk on the telephone after the receiver has been hung up. That breaks the connection. Yuki, I've been trying to tell you. you got to leave the receiver off the hook if you want to talk. You know, Mayor, <laughs> now you probably made me miss out on a fortune. Yuki, I hung up because the fellow who called said he'd call back in five minutes. And the five minutes are just about up. There, see, well, I tell you, go ahead and answer the phone. That's your ring, isn't it? Yeah, that's my ring, all right. Well, we'll soon find out here. Hello, this is Gentleman Farmer Butcher speaking from his Gentleman Farmer's Farm, namely two fingers. Mr. Butcher, may I ask you, are you Yuki Butcher? Yes, you may ask. Go ahead and ask me. <laughs> uh, are you uh, Yuki Butcher? Yeah, fine. Uh, well, and uh, what do you mean, fine? Well, I mean, fine. 
A bee's fried. That's what a bee's. <laughs> fact, a bee's real fried. What do you think a bee's going to say fried? Not fried? Mr. Hunter, answer my question. Are you or are you not Yuki Butcher? Am I or am I not Yuki Butcher? <laughs> what kind of halfwit talk is that? Well, if it wasn't you, keep it, you, uh, you think I'd be talking to you? Fine. Well, I, I uh, do want to remind you we are speaking to our Can't you get things straight just a minute ago? You asked me if I was Yuki Butcher. Now you turn around and ask me a half wit question like that. Am I ready? No, I'm not ready. I'm Yuki Butcher. <laughs> I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for you to ask me why I'm not ready to answer your question. Well, why aren't you ready to answer my question? I'm not ready to answer your question because you have not as yet asked it yet. I beg your pardon. I mean, uh, well, uh, well, here's the question. Are you ready? I didn't ever, uh, no, man. I'll just ask the question. Here it is. Get ready. Well, that's half-fit radio announcer's got to go. I'll tell you that. Now, Mr. Butcher, if you answer this question, you the question. For goodness sake, can't you hear? I said, who invented the safety pin? What more do you want me to say? Do you mean that is your answer? The name of the man who invented the safety pin is who? 100% correct. The man, the, the name of the man who invented the safety pin is Charles J. Bonaparte who? He lived up in Frozen Falls, Wisconsin back in 1872. Invented the safety pin, later fell out of a high chair, broke his right arm in six places. Always sat in a high chair when he worked on his inventions. I'm an inventor, too, you know. Mr. Butcher. Fine. I'm afraid that that is not the right answer. The name of the man who invented the safety pin is what? Is what? I told you what. Charles J. Bonaparte, who? Now, send me the $6,722 for answering the question. Just send it to me. No, not to but, Mr. Butcher. My name is Yuki Butcher. Send the money to Yuki Butcher in care of... Uh, Mr. Butcher. That's right. Send it to Mr. Butcher. If you have to be formal, in care of two bankers, Mac, Ohio. You got that straight? Very well, Mr. Butcher. Goodbye. Yeah, oh, fine. Hey, fellas. Well, you know, I just won $6,722. I won it for radio station WSAX. What do you think of that? 
That's what I always say. Yuki, how'd you ever know the name of a man who invented the safety pin? Well, that's easy. Old Charles J. Bonaparte Hoovey, a better of a safety pin than old Charlie Russell and Grandpa. <laughs> well, that was as easy as pie. <laughs> oh, there's the telephone again. <laughs> Wonder who it is. Uh, anyway, excuse me, fellas. Uh, hello, this is uh, Gentleman Farmer, Yuki Butcher speaking. Mr. Butcher, this is Brian George of WFAX again. Yes? The mission manager says we don't have the $6,722 you want. We wonder if you'd take the radio station instead. Yeah, fine. I'll be down first thing in the morning to take over. But when I do, the axe will swing. Heads will roll. Beware. Goodbye. Well, fellas, instead of uh, $6,722, they gave me the radio station. You mean that you're Big John's boss? Boy, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Hey, kids, isn't that you can push it something? Any guy that turned around, he's doing something different. Now he owns the radio station where Big John works. Ha, 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 he's Big John's boss. <laughs> oh, boy. All his life, Big John wanted to be a radio announcer. So well, maybe now that Yuki's his boss, he'll give him his chance. <laughs> oh, yes, sirree, that Yuki is something. A radio station calls him on the telephone to answer their giant jackpot award question, and he ends up winning the radio station. <laughs> it can only happen to Yuki. I'll see you later, kids. So, uh, 